This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 65, How You Can Use Your Imagination to Conquer True False Not Given and Yes No Not Given. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. In today's episode, you're going to get a quick hack on how to finally understand true, false, not giving questions on the reading test. Are you wondering what steps to take to get ready for your IELTS? Is your time running out? Is your exam coming up soon? Don't waste any more time, guys. Go right now to allyearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N to download your cheat sheet, seven easy steps to a seven or higher on IELTS. See you there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, how are you doing today? What's happening? Hey, I I am doing well. I am doing very well. I'm excited for uh, recording today. This is our first video podcast. So that's cool. It's super exciting. We're actually on video. We normally just hide behind the microphone, but we're on video today. I know. We actually had to like put on makeup and think about our clothes <laughs> today. Did you put on makeup? I, mean, usually I didn't put podcasters, on podcasters, <laughs> you could just, you know, wear sweats and a bathrobe, but you can be super grubby, but today we are done up. Although I didn't put on any makeup. I don't know. <laughs> I just have the bare minimum. The bare minimum. The bare minimum. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So Jessica, what are we talking about today? What are we what are we gonna talk about? It's something that our listeners really struggle with, right? Yeah. So how long have I been teaching IELTS? The whole every class, every single class, there's somebody that asks about Yes, no, not given, or true, false, not given. This is one of the hardest questions on the test. And it just, it freaks students out so much that I think it like steals their confidence as soon as they see this question type. And which section of the test is this in? Like, what are we talking about? Oh, Where in right. the test is this? <laughs> you don't first know what I'm first. talking about. Um, <laughs> it's in the, the reading section. So okay. in on the reading test, there are the same question types all the mm-hmm. time, right? That's one of the good things about IELTS is that you can study each question type so you know exactly what to expect, you know? Cool. Multiple choice, sentence completion, table completion. There, yeah. These are all these question types that are used all the time. So awesome. two of the most difficult question types for students are mm-hmm. the true, false, not given and the matching headings to paragraphs. So next week we'll talk about matching headings to paragraphs because we know that's also okay. a big issue. Um, but today I yeah. wanted to talk about the yes, no, not given, true, false, not given. 
Okay, let's do it. So we want to remind our listeners to check back next week also to get that matching, those matching questions, get that information on the matching questions. But today, true, false, not given. So what is your wisdom that you can help (laughs) us out with today? Okay, um, let me let me define them first, just very simply. So first of all, for our listeners, make sure mm-hmm. that you know if it's true, false, not given, or yes, no, not given. Because if okay. if you mix it up and you write T instead of Y or something, then it's wrong. So, oh yeah, just, good point. Yeah, because okay. sometimes students get too too comfortable with the exam almost, and they don't read the directions very carefully. They just like, oh, I know this question type, and then they just go for it. So yeah, be that's careful. a real danger. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. You write T or Y if the statement matches and agrees with the passage. Okay. 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 T or Y, true or yes, right? Okay. So you're Mm -hmm. given a statement and you have to decide if it agrees, if it disagrees, or if it doesn't quite match up. So the the most difficult thing is telling the difference between the false and not given. That's the hardest part. Mm. So – all, the difference is is quite clear cut actually, and you just it's just a matter of looking at examples and practicing as much as you can, so you become comfortable with what IELTS is giving you because it's it's a certain kind of information. You just have to become comfortable with seeing how it matches up. Okay, so true and false, or yes and no, mm-hmm. everything in the statement matches mm-hmm. information okay. in the passage. It's all there. Everything, literally everything. Yeah. Okay. All the information is there, but it okay. either agrees or disagrees. So got it. Okay. I like I like to try and set it up like a cartoon in class, where like <laughs> one cartoon character is the reading passage, and the other cartoon <laughs> character is like the question. I know it's weird, <laughs> okay, but that's I promise, like it makes sense. So it because you're it helps if you imagine two people having a conversation. Okay. And like one person is the passage and the other person Mm -hmm. is the question and they're talking to each other. If they agree with each other, then the answer Mm. is yes or true. If they're, they're talking about the same thing, but they disagree, then the answer is no or false. You see what I mean? I like, yeah, I like that idea. Then you can envision the dialogue between the two, the two people essentially going on. And that might be easier for our listeners. So should our listeners kind of envision that? Is that the go-to kind of strategy or a little trick that you would recommend there? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It takes practice because I know it sounds kind of weird at first, but I would actually take time to like, draw two like characters in your notebook just seriously just okay. to help you like imagine it because it, it you're taking you're taking it out of the reading you're taking it out of what it the test looks like you know and trying okay. to imagine it in a different context so actually draw two little stick figures and sort of write the questions and answers next to them you know so you can picture them talking mm. to each other um all okay. right so i chose a passage from cambridge 3 um awesome. to give you let's guys some- to give our listeners some examples okay absolutely um, let's go into it what do we have you can see <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i just showed showed our our video watchers our video listeners yep. the book right. okay so um it's a passage and, and i just too. want to mention to our listeners on the podcast if you guys want to get the video version it's now available on ielts energy tv so go to youtube and type in ielts energy tv and you will catch us hopefully on youtube <laughs> oh, man. oh 
There was a connection problem there. Can you hear Uh-oh. me? Oh, are we back? Are we back? I can hear you. We okay. are good to go. Let's okay. go. Rock on. <laughs> All right. So um, it's a passage about votes for women. Okay. So I'm just going to oh. take our listeners just step by step so they have clear examples of exactly how to approach it on the test. All right. Awesome. Okay. If you want to get the seven that you're looking for, you need to know the exact steps to follow to get that seven. And you can get those steps now. We've prepared a free IELTS cheat sheet. The seven easy steps to a seven or higher. Get started now with this cheat sheet at allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N. So the first question The first statement says, in 1903, women in Australia were still not allowed to vote. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So you – first you look at the keywords. So in this case, 1903, obviously, is the keyword you're going to scan for because it's a number. And then the negative, not allowed to vote. Um, Okay. So we focus on those keywords. Then we go back to the passage and you scan. Use your finger to scan for 1903. And then Mm. I see 1903, and then I read that whole sentence carefully. So it says, formed in 1903 by the political campaigner, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They began an educated political agenda. I don't see Australia yet. So then I keep reading. And in the next sentence, it says, Australia and parts of the United States had already enfranchised women. So that means they had already allowed them to vote. Okay. All right. And just to highlight how you chose those keywords one more time, because I think this can be a little bit confusing too. Like, how yeah. do we choose keywords, right? So you said dates, numbers, and negatives, right? So yeah, just think like N N N names, numbers, negatives. Those are always okay. keywords. Always, always, always. Other more than that, things. if those aren't mm-hmm. in the sentence, because they're not always there, obviously. Just choose yep. the most special word to look for. You know, the most, most special specific word. Like the- word. Okay, the word that really stands out that you feel really changes the sentence, I suppose. The word that has the most information. Gives more detail. Yeah, that's not going to be everywhere in the passage, that maybe will only be there once or twice, because that's what you have to focus on finding, and the answer is going to be right next to it. Because the answers are always next to the keywords. Yeah, so. Excellent. In those two sentences, I matched all the keywords. I have 1903, Mm -hmm. I have Australia, and now I try and picture two people having a conversation. So the passage says, um, in 1903, they made a group to organize votes for women in Australia women could already vote. So that's what the passage says. And then the statement says, um, no, no. In 1903, no. women in Australia were not allowed to vote. Right? Okay. So it's like they're having a conversation and so they, they disagree. They don't agree. They don't agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Does, that, Good. does that make sense to you, that, Lindsay? Like, yeah, I'm a- starting to get it a little bit more. It's it's still a little bit vague. And I think maybe another lesson we could do this kind of literally writing it out and showing our listeners, you know, the question and the, and the paragraph a little bit more. But I like the idea of get, having two characters and they're talking to each other. And do they agree or disagree? Does it match up? Right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. they're talking about the same thing. They're having a conversation mm-hmm. about women's votes in Australia, but they disagree. Right. So they are talking about the same thing. So that could be a trap, right? Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got to be careful of those traps. um, Let me, let's look at a not given just to show the difference between what that is and the no. Okay. So awesome. um, 
the not give up. So it says the women's exhibition in 1909 met with great opposition from parliament. So keywords, 1909, um, mm-hmm. parliament. Those are special okay. words that we can find. Um, so the passage says, the most notable of these was the women's exhibition. There's that keyword, which took place in 1909. There's that keyword in a Knightsbridge ice skating rink. They raised money. Okay. And I'm looking after that, the sentence right after that, the sentence right before that, and I do not see parliament anywhere. Nothing about parliament. And Nothing we actually have parliament. to see the word parliament, or could be a, could it be another word for parliament if there is one sure i mean that's a question right yeah. yes it could be right it could sure. be a parallel expression it could say government yeah. that's a parallel expression then they're still talking about mm-hmm. the same thing but nowhere exactly. does it talk about government or how the government felt about this so that is not okay. given so if you picture two people talking they're not even talking about the same thing like right. it's they're not totally a conversation different- it doesn't yeah. make sense Got it. So it's a not given, right? Yeah. So that's a not given. Okay. And I Excellent. and I know this is it's hard to get used to, but this question type is hard to get used to. It's difficult. So that's why I recommend Strange. listeners really taking the time to sit down and and figure this out. Like, look at these questions and answers. Think about what matches, what doesn't match, what agrees, what disagrees, what's not given. Like, highlight, circle, spend yeah. some time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, again, just like anything, when it comes to IELTS, you need to learn the strategy, then go deeper into the practice, right? We don't, Mm -hmm. you guys are not going to get the sevens you need just by listening to this quick tip. This is going to get you started, right? This is a hack, a quick tip, a quick trick that will get you started on the right path, but then you need to move deeper, right? And it's going to take some time, but I promise if you want to feel confident with this question type, this is how to do it. You have to, you have to Mm. see how IELTS does it. You know, how do they make something agree and disagree? Because there's there's tricks they use, like these negative words. They use these tricks all the time. So get used to it, right? Get comfortable with it. And you're going to see something similar on the test. You know, right. know the tricks, know the traps. I mean, we could do another episode, Jessica, about the most common traps on the aisles. That would be fun. That would be really yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, we should. That aisle, yeah. there are a sneaky bunch, I tell you. <laughs> 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 that's awesome that's awesome well so, any final words of wisdom before we wrap up we're running yeah. out of time for this one but yeah, yeah i just want to sum it up just really simply for our listeners yeah, okay so it. step by step what should they do first they should listen to this podcast again absolutely <laughs> of okay. course and second. all of our shows <laughs> second they should have a page in their notebook with two columns one is for the reading passage one is for the questions actually draw okay. two little stick figures write this stuff down so they can see what agrees and what disagrees. And then they should go through a couple practice passages, writing down the answers and really picking this apart, what agrees, what disagrees, what is not given. Okay, so it's going to take a couple hours, but sit down. This is how you're going to understand this question type. Yeah, but you can really maximize your time by doing the right thing, starting off on the right foot. So we want to recommend that you guys go and give this a try and let us know how it goes. Come back to our blog at IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com to leave us a message and tell us how this strategy worked for you. Okay, cool. Jessica, it's been fun. And I will see you in the next episode. All right. (laughs) Bye, Lindsay. Have a good day. All right. Take care. Bye. (laughs) 
Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.